Welcome back to Recovering Snob with Danelle and Sharika. Hey, Sharika. Hey, girl. What's going on? It's been a long time. I know. We have been on, like, a hiatus. Hiatus. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like a life sabbatical. Um, Just, you know, like, life has been going on for the both of us. Good things, but also regular stressors of life you know with children graduating these are good these are good stressors children graduating and both Sharika and my had high school graduate this year yes kudos to us congratulations and and congratulations to them but kudos to us too because we are teenage parents and we both have young men who are going to college in the fall so mm-hmm. that is exactly yeah that's amazing and you know Sharika's got some amazing things going on I don't think she quite wants to share that yet but no um, I just want it to be over but it is a good thing yeah life, yep. new chapter yep I'm so excited and, so yeah so I mean and this month is in well June and July are always crazy for me because it's my birthday then it's Father's Day and then I had those two graduations back to back, a prom in there, and then my okay. anniversary, and then my husband had like kind of like a family reunion, and then it is his birthday, and then my little one's birthday. So I don't. Yeah, that's I'm too much. Not, that's a lot. a lot. It's a lot from mid June to mid July. I am like swamped and running around like with my head cut off. But and this should be a lesson to people. To plan your lives accordingly. <laughs> like, but I mean, if, these are good things. These are good stressors. I know, but shit, I'm tired. I need a vacation, a mental vacation, this is true. a physical vacation, everything. This is true. And then also, like, I'm also trying to eat right and go to the gym and, you oh, know, like, get you. my body. So it's a lot. And I think at the same time, we have to be grateful for the busy hands because we could be sitting around doing nothing. You know what I mean? Like, right. That can be a miserable situation in itself, you know, mm-hmm. sitting around not having into unnecessary trouble because you don't have anything to do and being in drama and having, you know, right. like I'm in other people's business because you have no business of your own. You are so, so retarded, but yeah, it's true. it is. That's why I'm out my business at all times. Yeah, first of all, I don't have time to mind nobody else's business, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't believe it's been three months though. That's crazy. And time flies. It really does. Time flies when you are busy as shit. But yeah. um, you know, we're we're happy to be back. We I miss y'all. I don't know about Shrika, but I miss you guys. Of course, I miss Mark. Audience, <laughs> my supporters. But anyway, so what are we going to discuss today? We are talking about being <laughs> realistic with yourself when you are in the dating world. Like, what? Yeah. You know, like being real, and and in my opinion, successfully dating because you can date. But I think when you are over 30, you should be or you're likely dating with a purpose. So right. 
whether that purpose is marriage or whatever, you're not necessarily just like winging it when you are 22. And just no, but I think I think dating nowadays is you know a lot different than what we are imagining, and I think that's yeah. why I'm having such a hard time. But <laughs> because nowadays dating is having sex, well, in some I, people's minds. Let me explain something to you. Having sex is a big part of dating. I don't feel like you're really dating until you're doing sex. If you're not, yeah, but sex, how many people? Dating? Yeah, dating, but you should, you know, try to get to know the person and, you know, you want to go out a few. Mm-hmm. You can only date one. I feel oh, like you can only date one person at a time. I cannot, I my attention cannot be like on 10 people. Like, I can't do it. Like, what the fuck? Like, it's because how are you really like giving your time to this one person, you know, really sitting there trying to analyze and see like, hmm, could I be with him? Could I not? Yeah. Okay, no, he's a no. Let me move on. I mean, after the first date, sometimes you could tell, like, oh, I'm never calling this motherfucker again. But right. I mean, it's like a lot different. They have access to so much fucking pussy. It's kind of like, what do you do? <laughs> like, I these niggas is not trying to date nowadays. Like, come on. I think that this is why you have to be honest and real, like, honest with yourself and realistic about what it is that you want to do. Because if you meet a man, it shouldn't be like, okay, well, hey, I've met a man, so half the battle is won. Now, I know that I want these things, but I'm just going to play along with him and, and his bullshit until he falls into some type of commitment with me. I think that, like, they say that when you go on right. an interview for a job, you should be interviewing this company as well because you want to make sure, like... Oh, of course. Right, but I mean, I've been, for you. I've been on interviews when I was younger and I just wanted the job. So I'm going to tell you, oh, yeah, you, I can stand on one foot for three hours in a, you know, in a row. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know how to perform brain surgery. Yeah, I do that all the time. <laughs> I watch windows. You're going to lie because you want to be attractive and appealing to them. But then when you get there, right. you're like, this is some bullshit. I hate it here. I'm miserable. I'm drinking during my lunch. But you have to do the same thing with a dude because even if you win him, quote unquote, you like him, you think, you know, all the things that you in your mind want him to be, he may not really be those things. You may get, you may trick this fool into a relationship and wake up one day wanting to slit your wrist. So. Oh, of course. That happens all the time. Yeah. Because people are never their genuine self in the beginning. I don't think so. I mean, I am. I'm not saying I'm perfect or anything, but I am. I just don't have time. Like, it is what it is. I'm not going to sit here fronting and then later on down the line. No, I'm not doing it. You are on your better behavior when you first start out because little things like he's not going to see. I don't think so. He's not going to see your bonnet in the beginning. But next year, when you're trying to go to sleep, you're going to throw that bonnet on your head. Uh, like, who's not gonna see my bonnet if I just got my fucking hair done? <laughs> oh yeah, the fuck you would. <laughs> oh fuck. Or it's a fucking bonnet. Like, uh, you, would you gonna stop talking to me over a bonnet? Like, nigga, get the fuck out of here. I'm saying. Then you gonna be mad when my hair's fucked up? Like, come on. I don't know. I'm just saying. Like, it's little things like that. Like, you're not gonna let it all hang out in the beginning just because you kind of like. I don't know about you because you a whole different breed of of person. But um, I think that 
you're not gonna let it all hang out in the beginning. It's just because until you get comfortable with a person, that's just natural. Like you're not gonna do too much, say too much in front of a person until you're like absolutely 100% comfortable with them. And that it comes from like spending time with them and, and, and time a lot thing. See, I think that's the thing. I think I get comfortable with people quick. I don't know. It's like I could read people or so. I don't know. I wonder if that. I don't really go out. I think that's it because I could tell like right away, like, oh, I don't want to be around this person. Like, you could kind of tell fast. Well, do you My think that could is- be offensive to someone? Like, I would feel offended if somebody was too, too comfortable, too fast with me. Like, wait a minute. Hold on. Like, don't be too comfortable with me too fucking quick. I think I would be offended. It depends. But, like, what's being comfortable? Like, doing regular shit that normal people do? I don't know. Like, I'm not going to... If I just met you, and this is, like, the first time I came over to your house, don't clip your toenails, you know? Like, don't... Okay, yeah. Don't be walking around in your boxes. Don't, like... I don't know. Things like that. Like, stop it. I'm going to see you do these things down the line, but don't do these things in the beginning. Like, let me be... I don't know. Like, let me experience the fantasy of you before you give me the reality of you first. Like, script it a little bit for me. And that's just me. Well, I don't think you should ever just, like, totally be comfortable, period, throughout the relationship. So... I'm always like looking for things to change. I I feel like it's I'm like ten different people in one, so I don't know. But I get what you're saying. But I mean, like, what's too comfortable? I mean, for some, I see what you're saying. But is the bonnet and the headscarf and you know? I know some people don't like to answer questions. They want to wait until you know two three months down the line. Or whatever. It really before they give you any information. It depends on I don't know. It like what the fuck kind of questions are you not comfortable answering? Like what are you who you live with? Whose car who's no. Who is your car registered to? (laughs) (laughs) Is your cell phone in your name? I don't fucking know. They don't be wanting to answer shit. See, I don't even know if I would ask these questions. Not because I, I would be uncomfortable, but I don't even think I would. I would think to ask whose name is is you know like your cell phone in. I don't know if I would be. I don't know if my mind would go there. Later on, you're gonna find out. It's in his home girl who used to mess. With, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That is just who's this car registered to? Hmm. I'm telling you. Got to ask these questions. I, I guess you do, but I didn't realize that you had to ask these questions because I wouldn't even think about that shit meeting somebody. I like, mean, these people might, of course, they might lie or whatever, but that's how you get to, if you met me, right, like just for argument's sake, and you're just like, oh, so you find out I got a car, like I got everything. Now, two, three months later, you find out that this is my ex-boyfriend's car my other, this other guy I used to mess with got this for me. Like, I'm still in contact with everybody. I'm just, it's just too many loose ends out there. Like, who the fuck want to deal with that? Like, you understand what I'm saying? Because then when it comes out, now it's going to be a problem. No, I understand that. It's just. Like, you're making a choice for me. Asking those questions. Like, to me, I'm going to be asking questions like, what was your childhood like? Um, you know, like. What's you your can pay- ask that too. But I don't know that I would think to. Say, 
okay, this is a nice call. Whose name is it in? Oh, <laughs> not like that. I'm not saying you just come out like that. Those are questions you ask. But yes, of course, you ask the person about themselves, their family, blah, 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 what they like to do, X, Y, Z, because you want to see if you're even compatible with them. Like you want to see where their mind is at. You want to see, you just want to, I want to see the whole picture. And I don't have a lot of time to be fucking getting the pieces to the puzzle. Can you tell me right now? Shit. Yeah. So I can make my decision. Like speed dating. You got five minutes. Like, hello? (laughs) (laughs) Sharika and I have collectively compiled a little bit of a checklist on what the things that we feel like are questions you all should be asking when you meet a guy, asking not him, but asking yourself or finding out these things about him. Because, and I mean, here's the thing, these questions are geared to any woman of any, in any age group. But for me specifically, being a 37 year old woman and having mostly 30 something year old friends and older who are dating, I think that these are like, crucial things that you need to sit down and and be real with you about. I I think a lot of my questions are to like you asking you. Um, I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm I'm just saying I I don't have yours in front of me. So I don't know. Do you want to go first or? I'm sure. So one of my questions is, is he a gentleman? Okay. And what do you mean by a gentleman? Um, is he respectful? Does he open the car door? Does he carry your bags? I mean, how does he speak to you? How does he treat people outside? Like, you never met a guy and you're like, oh my God, he's such a gentleman. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I oh guess. my God. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. You, you, you had to meet a gentleman. I mean, um, no, I have had limited interactions with. Oh yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? So when I met my husband, he didn't know he didn't know nothing. He didn't know his ass from his elbow. I mean, I guess on the surface he could have been a gentleman, but I recall his aunt's baby father seeing us one time. We was walking down the street. And he was like, "Uh-uh, you need to be on the outside. You ain't selling her." And we was like, <laughs> so this was- guy was talking to me about that theory and I fucking forgot why he said he could walk on the inside. I forgot. But go ahead. Continue. I don't know. So that was something that not for nothing. He didn't know before that interaction that day, but now he knows that and he is conscious and aware of that. So he was 19 when I met him. So he ain't really know shit yet. But I think like his character, the like his core principles were probably gentlemanly, or I don't think I'd have been fucking with him. But um, I'm just saying, like, I, I don't, I, that's why I asked to clarify, like, well, what the fuck exactly do you mean by a gentleman? Like, I get it, though, opening car doors, opening a door for you, making sure that you go through the door, you know what I mean? Like, things like that, like, chivalry does not have to die with women making mm-hmm. the same amount of money as you. Exactly. But I mean, I guess it kind of depends on how the woman treats the man as well. Whatever. We're not talking about that. Um, does he allow you to be yourself? Mm. I'm, you know, I'm big on that. I have to be myself. Yes. yes. I'm not going to pretend to be something so you can like, I'm not doing that. Right. Um, like, is he respectful? So kind of. Right. Is he respectful? That kind of. 
along the same lines as being a gentleman. Mm-hmm. Does he have a sense of humor? That's important. You know, I like to joke a lot. And yeah. I just like to have fun and be happy, right? Um, is he a good provider? Mm-hmm. A good protector? That's important. That's husband material. Right. Is he loyal? Mm-hmm. And we've discussed the difference between being faithful and being loyal before. And I feel like being loyal outweighs being faithful. You know? Oh, of course. Definitely. So, yeah. Um, does he motivate you? Mm-hmm. Um, is he independent? Mm, of course he should. Or do you... Uh, listen, okay. <laughs> um, has he ever been married? I just feel like I don't... I just feel like I want to be the first wife. But whatever. Um, <laughs> I told you we've discussed this too with dating a widower. I think that they are, listen, ladies, they are prime real estate. Get you a widower. Get you a man who has loved a woman so much that he didn't want to leave her, but she died. Get you that kind of man because he the kind no. of man. Be with him. Mm, but, I don't know. It's <laughs> another topic. Um, how many baby mothers does he have? Mm. Does he take care of his kids? Does he talk about his kids? Does he see his kids? Mm. How often? <laughs> Does he want more kids? And do you? And the most important one is, are you sexually compatible? Yeah, that was That's not list. the most important, but that is, but that is yeah, very important. It is. It is. Because. Definitely I, is. Know, that goes without saying. It, it just is. It definitely is. So, yeah. okay, my list is probably longer. But um, that's just because I was, you know, had some time. Um, are you attracted to him? And I don't mean like, does he look good? You know, like, is, are you attracted to his energy, his intelligence, right. his ambition, his sense of humor? Like, it's something about him that oh yeah, are you drawn to that, and you need to figure out what that is. Um, can you envision? Well, looks are not important. No, but I mean, it's not as important, like I said, as like being attracted to someone's energy and their, you know, their mm-hmm. mind, their, their drive, you know, like these things are really important. So right. um, the next one is, can you envision him in all aspects of your world? Like, would you feel comfortable with introducing him to your family or bringing him to your company Christmas party? <laughs> That is super important. And you can be physically attracted to him. You can think he's funny, but you don't want him to open up his mouth in front of other people because you know he's dumb as shit. Or you don't want him to open up his mouth in front of other people because you see the raggedy. Right? Um, Yeah, that's not dating. That's a fuck buddy, but go ahead. (laughs) Does he make you feel like you have to compete for his attention or time? Um, or other women a factor. So you've met this guy, you're attracted to him, you think that he's, you know, the kind of guy that you could bring around everybody in your life, but he got a lot of bitches and he makes it known, I got a lot of bitches and I may or may not have a lot of time for you. How, like, should you pursue I don't with think it? anybody makes that known. I think you can sense it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know when a guy has a lot of bitches, you can that in him do you, like you are if you find yourself competing for his time and his attention then it that's a signal that he may have a lot of bitches or he got a lot of things going on and you are not but people right but people are busy right no no i don't have a lot of time mm-hmm. but you know what you make time for what you want so that's what you yeah. Want, continue yeah you sure do 
What do your instincts say? Does he seem credible? Is he telling obvious or grandiose lies? So these are things that will take away from his credibility if he's like, yeah, I got a speech impediment. I'll read on a third grade level. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay. And what three businesses are these, sir? You know what I mean? Like, these are obvious. (laughs) (laughs) He can, he can have a business. (laughs) Are obvious and grandiose lies because it's like you, and when you tell those types of lies, then you deplete from your credibility because it's like, nigga, I can't believe a word that you say because. No, he might have a business in another bitch name. Hello? Hello? but there may be mermaids in the sea as well so it's kind of the same thing like you know I, I i can't i can't discredit one thing from the other like he may have a business but then there may be a little mermaid that is swimming around you mean to tell me there's no mermaids i don't believe this just ruins <laughs> <laughs> no go ahead go ahead um does he have children? If he does, how involved is he with his children? Now, this is something that people are like, well, how do you know? You fucking know. Because if you call him and you you talking to this guy for two weeks, right? Two weeks. Mm-hmm. And at no point does he say, I'm with my kids. I got to call you back. Or I got to call you. Like, let's say his kids live in another state. I got to call you back. I'm Skyping with my kids or I'm on FaceTime with my kids. Or like when y'all watching something or seeing or looking at something, he's like, "Oh, that's funny," because Junior loves such and such and such. And <laughs> yeah. you know if someone is involved with their kids because it comes out like it's little shit. Like kids are funny, so I, you know, like we talk about our kids all the time. People who are with their kids every day or have involvement with their children. You know shit about your kids and you are going to speak about them. So if you don't ever hear this motherfucker talk about his kids, then chances are, and, if, and I'm talking about in a two-week span, that's all you got to give him. If he's not talking about these little motherfuckers, then he ain't around them. He don't know shit about them. Another thing is you can ask well, the shoe he wear and see what he said. Well, he can make up something. How the fuck would you know? You're not ever going to see little Johnny. That's the thing. That goes back to his credibility. Because most times when people lie... His baby mother could be crazy, though. And she doesn't allow him to see the kids. I did a crazy mother theories. That's some bullshit. And so she doesn't answer her phone. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Show up at her door. That's a lazy man's best lie. My baby mother's crazy. Okay. But, um, if he doesn't have children, mm-hmm. does he... So let's say you have children... And he's like, oh, I don't have any children because I never wanted children. Now, you have two or three kids. This may not be the dude for you. Because if he didn't have children because he didn't want them, he may not be interested in playing stepdaddy to your kids. You can't force that. No, some people don't want their own kids. But I think some people, I don't think just because someone never wanted kids. Maybe they didn't meet the right person or. Right. I don't think because you don't want kids. That means you didn't want them. I don't think meeting the right person has has anything to do with wanting children. Maybe you didn't have children because the circumstances didn't like align for you. But if you say, I don't have kids, I don't want kids, never wanted kids. Me personally, I would. Well, then clearly, yeah, 
Yeah. And if you don't have kids and you know you want kids, he's not the dude for you because you can't change his mind and you shouldn't want to change his mind because he may not want children for a reason. Like this is not. That's when you trap them. That's when you get pregnant. Uh. And you make them one kid. That's it. Nah, I'm just joking. <laughs> this is what these people do. This is real life. This is not a, a, a romantic comedy. This is real life. And this is how you end up hurt. Because you get pregnant by this dude. And he says to you, listen, I told you I didn't want any fucking kids. And now you out here by yourself. And there's nothing wrong with being a single mother. But you're going to feel the way. And that's what turns into the whole crazy mother, crazy, crazy baby mother, crazy baby daddy situation because you should have asked that question in the beginning do do you have kids no do you want kids did you ever want kids no you want kids walk away don't fuck with him don't have nothing to do with him because he's not a bad person he's just not right for you that's true so that that was my next question do you want children so we answered that is his lifestyle compatible with yours and are you spreading yourself too thin or dumbing yourself down to relate to him so that goes back to being intelligent right so it's like do you feel like he could be a jet setter he could be traveling the world but you want a different type of lifestyle you're comfortable you're a librarian and you're content with living in your small town and you don't want those things or it could be the opposite for you and he is a homebody he wants to stay close to his family and and all of that and don't try like you have to figure that out in the beginning. Like, are the both of you willing to be flexible with each other's lifestyles? And if not, maybe he's just not the guy for you because I'm not saying opposites don't attract, but these are things that if you feel as some though- people, Some people bring out different things in people. It's true. I'm not saying this is necessarily a deal breaker, but you got to figure this out because let's say you work a regular nine to five, right? And you have a couple of kids, you're a single mom, but he doesn't have kids and he's not saying he doesn't want any kids. He's like, yeah, and I'm open to that, but he lives a different lifestyle and he's out every night. He's calling you like, Hey, come out, let's do this. Let's do that. Or let's do this after work. And you don't have that kind of time, but you're finding yourself like spreading yourself so thin, trying to keep up with him. That's not going to work in the long term because you can only keep that up for so long before you, your reality starts to shift. And it's like, well, I don't have a babysitter every night or now I'm not helping my kids with their homework as much as I used to because I'm, you know, that goes back to people fronting in the beginning and not being themselves. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, now you don't put on 20 pounds because you're not making time to go to the gym because you're trying to keep up with him or Mm -hmm. where you are like I'm running and I want to do all this fun stuff but he's a homebody or he doesn't have the time Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like he's hell it's some dudes that work regular decent jobs and all they want to do is come home maybe fucking pour themselves a drink and play NBA 2K you know and that's their lifestyle that's what they are but all the time that's so boring no you he's not the dude for you but for another another woman that may be the guy for her because she likes to know that he's home and she just wants to be able to come home cook him dinner and you know spend that that time with him but he's just not the guy for you so that's that's kind of an important thing as well and again my next one was are you sexually compatible (laughs) but again (laughs) i was saying um do you have similar goals? Like, it doesn't have to be the same, but similar. Like, if I know that I want to be a homeowner one day, or I know that I want to get married one day, 
or I know I want to start a business or have four children or I want to, you know, be a farmer, whatever it is, like, are your goals aligning? Because if I'm like, I want to be a farmer, I want to own a farm one day. He's like, I want to be a rapper. I don't know if we're going to mesh. You know, I don't know if me farming is going to work with him rapping or him rapping is going to work with me. That's farming. why in the beginning, these are the questions you have to ask. Exactly. That's why I'm saying these are, and, and feel free to put us on pause and rewind and write some of these questions down. And I think that you should because you're only going to do yourself a disservice if you are not honest and realistic with yourself. And this person, you ain't even got to ask all these questions to him. These are questions that I expect for you to ask yourself. Um, can you learn anything from him? And he, mm-hmm. he may have his high school diploma and you have a master's degree. That doesn't mean that you can't learn something from him. Oh, yeah, you can learn something from everybody. Exactly. Exactly. So can you learn something from him? Because does he have something that he's passionate about? Does he have something that he is, you know, wants to wants to share with you? Um, if you don't feel as though he has anything that you would want to learn, again, he might be a basement dude who is, you know, working on his rap career and you, you don't have not any care. Not at 36. I don't know. You, he might be 28. I don't know. You might not have any cares about the type of shit that he's into. So, no, he may not be the kind of person that you want to learn. Like, can he teach you something? Yeah, but is this something you want to learn? You got to ask yourself those questions. <laughs> the basement dude, they could re- teach you some tricks. In the bed. What kind of tricks? That's about it. Oh, In the bed. Are you sexually it's only are you sexually compatible then again you gotta know like it can't just be sexually compatible it's important but it's not the most important thing because some of these niggas they are trying to fuck for apartment and house key they have perfected that stroke are the annoying things he does things that you can live with long term so I'm a- that's a tricky one for me because I feel like it may be something that you're doing that is annoying the hell out of me and I'm just like oh but I'm in love with him but then when I don't like you everything you do is fucking annoying looking at your face is annoying right so it's kind of like I promise you all the annoying things he does today you might think it's cute he going to keep doing them annoying things because that's who, who he is. My husband has been doing annoying things since the 90s. And I I don't know if I ever thought they were cute. Maybe I thought that they were tolerable. But now they just make me punch him in his face. So. Oh, God. No I'm, violence. You know, no, don't, don't punch him in his face. <laughs> don't do it. But you're you going to feel like you want to do it. But I'm just saying, like. Just remember that. Keep that in. Even if you're like, oh, I can live with the fact that he clips his toenails in, in the bed. I can live with the fact that I don't like the way he puts the toilet paper on the roll. You know this, You know what I mean? Like, I, I can live with these things. But just remember, these things are going to last. And these, they should be minute and annoying little things. They shouldn't be big things. Like, he tends not to keep a job after he gets his second paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> do that type of thing too um so these last to me the most important questions that you should be asking yourself because if everything else has lined up so far does he want to be in a relationship with you 
That's the most important. Oh, yeah, that's the most important question. <laughs> if, because these bitches be out here assuming shit. Yes. Listen, how He is perfect, girl. He's perfect, but does he want you, girl? Like, like y'all never even discuss being exclusive and nothing. You just, in your mind, he's at my house every fucking night. Bitch, tell me nothing. Because if a man and in the daytime, he's at somebody else's house, okay? Mm. But if a man picking the kids up from school, I don't want to be in a relationship right now. Then you got to take that for what it's worth. He don't want to be in a relationship. You can't change his mind with your cooking, with your pussy, with your fucking head game, with your domestic skills, with your gifts that you buy him, with your generosity. You're not going to change his mind. So what you need to do is cut your lowest. I think. So that's kind of tricky as well because I'm saying I don't want to be in a relationship right now. But what if I meet somebody and I'm I change my mind? But, but when I first meet you, I might say that to you. But see, here's the like, thing: I don't want out mixed signals. And if I was a guy who, like, I mean, excuse me, if I was the friend or family member of a guy who says I met this girl, she's great. I really, you know, I really like. I'm feeling her, but she's saying she don't want to be in a relationship. I'm going to tell him the same thing. She doesn't want to be in a relationship, so save yourself the heartache. You can't change nobody's mind. You can't go into a situation expecting to change them. Like, that's, I'm never going to want to... they might change their mind. They may not want to be in a relationship. They just met you. We're having, we're having casual conversations. So, we're talking, oh, how long you been dating? You're single, what? And I'm telling you, like, oh, I don't want to be in a relationship right now. I'm just, whatever. Okay. But then I get but to I, know you and I'm like, you know what? You shouldn't take that chance. You shouldn't take that chance. Like, okay, well, you don't want to be in a relationship. However, I do. And if you don't, then we want two different things. And at this point, I think it's the smartest, most logical thing to cut my losses. You seem like a nice person. If at any point you decide that you are looking for a relationship and I'm still single, then, you know, we could revisit this. But I know that I'm looking for a relationship. So why put yourself in a situation where you can end with your heart broken because this person does not want to be in a relationship? And some, I think likely what people say they don't want to be in a relationship, they don't want to be in a relationship with you. <laughs> it's the truth. That's it's not true. I don't know. I, I think... Mm. Okay, so if he's if he does want to be in a relationship, right? Has he with you? Has he expressed that? Has he like said to you, "Yeah, girl, yes, I want to be in a relationship with you." And how has he expressed that? You know, cuz if he's saying he wants to be in a relationship with you, but he only texts you because apparently that's a big thing for single women, text messages are not enough. Or if he says he wants to be in a relationship, <laughs> but you had text messages that. are not enough all day. Yeah, I get it. I understand. I get it. So if he says he wants to be in a relationship with you and then you've never seen the inside of where he lives or he says he wants to be in a relationship with you, but you got to hunt him down for dates because he's so busy or he's saying like, hey, yeah, I want to like, how is he expressing that he really wants to be in a relationship with you? How is he doing that? Is to it- me, anybody that falls for that is retarded. Like, that's common sense. Like, come on. Yeah. And- you know when somebody is interested in you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the animals la- know when somebody care about them. Please, that's true. The last question is: Has he put action behind his words? So has he actively been pursuing a relationship with you? Has he been putting forth effort that is sufficient for you? Has he been putting forth the same effort that you've been putting forth? Um, if he hasn't, 
And he could, again, I told y'all, I've been saying this for the longest. They, so it's some people out here who are opportunists and they are looking for an opportunity to live better or to have something mm-hmm. that you have. So if he is not telling you this, or he may want to string you along, he may feel like she's a good catch and I don't want to lose out on her, but I'm not really ready to really be with her, but I don't want to lose her. So I'm going to keep her I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep her around and tell her I want to be with her and tell her she's the best thing that ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not acting like it. I got to make sure she's worth leaving my other bitches for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because yep. his lease don't end until November with Simone. So mm-hmm. you know, he he needs you to stick around a little bit and you know, it's 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 kind of fucked up, but people, uh, especially in our age groups, we're in some shit at this point. Like, more than likely, and I hate to make this seem, like, really dark, but it's not gonna be a whole lot of people in your age group mm-hmm. for the same yeah. shit that you're looking for. So, we're... we're and, you- I mean, with, like, social media, is everything is fucked right, up. Like, right, right. Everything is fucked up. Right. It's just, like, come they have, on. People have access to other people. Like, mm-hmm. you like I don't know if this is the truth but I've seen it whereas a married woman or a married man will change the status of his relationship on social media from married or in a relationship now to single people who've been checking for this person and now has an opportunity to slide up in them DMs and and, you know shoot they shot Mm -hmm. so yeah I mean, it's it's easy to access people. It's easy for like people that you don't even remember are on your page now to lurk uh-huh. and be like, you know, I always had a question. You know, I always thought you was fine. You know, shit like that. They you have access. like there's not there's no more blind dates. I don't know if anybody ever went on one, but I I did one time. <laughs> but anyway, um, I just feel like. It's like, hey, let me hook you up with my friend. Let me see a picture. Like, what the... F- everything is no... Everything is just like... Right, because I would imagine in like 1987 if someone's uh, like, hey, I've got a friend for you, right? And mm-hmm. it's like, really? What's she like? And you go like, well, the short, she got... And then, you know, you describe this beautiful woman and then you meet the bitch and she looks like a fucking monster. So, but now, like, you should have some kind of picture in your phone of this bitch, even if she don't have social media. You, if this your friend like that, you got a picture of the bitch. I want to see her. So it, yeah, it's and vice versa. Like, all right, well, I, you got to have a picture of him. I want to see him. Like, you're gonna find you're gonna make a picture up of this person because we have our photo albums and our fucking high school yearbooks in our pockets. So, yeah. It's, it's a world that we live in. Yeah, it's it's bad. I should have got married twenty years ago. Well, actually, no, no, that wouldn't have worked. No, <laughs> <laughs> ten years ago. because uh, this shit, I'm just like whatever. I don't even be thinking about these things because I'm just like whatever. <laughs> like I can't. Mm-mm. I mean, so you know the purpose of all of these questions that we. Have like I think we the theme of of a lot of our episodes have always been 
ask yourself questions because you got to figure out what's going on. You got to figure out you, you got to live in your reality before you could bring this to somebody else. Like you have to do that. And I just felt like you should ask yourself, like, would you date you? Oh yeah. And would you date you under these circumstances? Like you may be like the best, but Right. Your currently head. you're unemployed and currently you're sleeping on your couch and you're not living your best life you're not in your best situation right now so would you feel like someone meeting you would see your potential or would they are they going to see your circumstances and i make that seems kind of right, and that seems kind of like oh you know i'm just basing it off of material things but to me these are like standards for life also if you're not in a good space emotionally or mentally right now you're going through some shit. You just broke up with somebody or you just lost a parent or, you know what I mean? You're not feeling so great about yourself. You're not, you're not your best self right now. So would you date yourself in your, in your current situation? And if not, work on that. Figure out, well, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Maybe I need to go and put in an application or start up that business. And maybe I need to try to move off my cousin's couch or maybe... You always have to focus right. on yourself. You should be your number right. one priority. Maybe I need so. to seek out therapy and figure out what the fuck is going on with myself and fix me first because you're going to attract what you are. If you're in a really screwed up... Oh, no, don't say that. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> if you're in a dark place, you can't just be so, oh, I want to be with somebody. I'm lonely. I'm lonely. Because you're going to attract people who sense and feed off of your energy. And if you're, if you're putting out like fucked up energy you're gonna get fucked up energy more than likely right into comedies and disney movies because that's not for real you end up getting somebody who is going to use you or whatever you know or be looking and sometimes i think people take advantage of people in some fucked up situations too like of course they do get people like prison pen pals and then they get in relationships with the person in prison, they're using them just as much as the inmate is using the person on the outside. Because you are in whatever situation that you're in, you may not feel confident, you may feel unattractive, you may feel a lot of different things, and you feel like this insecure, and you know that this person is in prison and they need you. And so they're not going to stop fucking with you mm-hmm. because they need you. So you're using that person that's locked up because you know that someone and you know. Oh yeah, that happens all the time. Please. Yeah. So I think some of these females prefer when they men. I've seen it on TV where the woman said, "At least I knew where he was." You didn't care if he was safe because prison is not safe. So you rather a dude be in prison because you know where he is, but you don't care about his. And you know he's going to call you. You know you're going to feed him mm-hmm. dinner. You know he's working out at 12 o'clock on yep. Saturdays. And he's yeah. going to walk on thin ice to keep you happy because you do something. Even if it's like, okay, yeah, you put money in his books, you send him a package. What fucking eggshells is he walking on? He has no choice. But he's I mean- not going to like arguments <laughs> with you or like... Oh no! He needs no. you. He need he, and it's not even just what you can provide for him. He needs you. He needs contact with someone on the outside world that cares about him. 
So I really feel like a lot of times these people who, and it, I, I can't even say women because it's men who do it too. These people who seek out inmates for relationships are fucking users and they fucked up people as well. So there is that. <laughs> Not just inmates, anybody that you're trying to sure. use. But actually, you know what somebody told me the hmm. other day? They were like, um, well, she was talking about somebody she know, and she was just like, he's stupid. He fuck bitches for pussy. Other niggas fuck bitches to see what they could do. Right, for right. Because other niggas is prostitutes. Okay. <laughs> no, or how you could benefit them in life. Because you got to think about it too. You don't want somebody who can do nothing for you. I feel like relationships, that is like a business arrangement. Marriages are marriages are a contract. Yeah. So it's kind of like you're not looking for what they could do for you, but I'm not gonna be up here and then you're here, and it's kind of like no, no, no. You got to be doing something for me too. Like I got to get something out of this. It's like I'm not. Uh-uh. So it is kind of like everybody's taken from the other person but it depends on but i think that what it is and are you happy with whatever you're taking you should be giving something else as well and you should be wanting to give something and it don't have to be like monetary or material like it should be like you know and i think Mm -hmm. why housewives work out in theory is because it's like yes the man is paying the bills. Yes, he's providing, but she's keeping house. She's making sure that you you don't have to make your own lunch. She's making sure that the kids are dressed and, 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 and ready for school in the morning. Like she's doing a lot of the emotional work that you don't, the emotional labor, because that's a term that you don't have to do uh-huh. because you're paying the bills. And he, while you're doing all of this stuff in the household and all this domestic stuff, he's dealing with asshole fucking supervisors and lazy, you know, staff members. So, you know, it's a give and take. Like, he's giving something of himself and you're giving something of yourself. So, you know, it should be a give and take. But a lot of times relationships don't go that way. And that's why I think you got to figure that out. I think you'll save yourself a lot of stress and heartache if you in the beginning figure it out like is this the right person are we on the same page in all of these aspects of my life and you know we gave y'all some questions and maybe others for you but I think you should sit down while you're single and write out a list of things that are important to you so that when you decide to start dating or you meet somebody, you can discern whether or not they have these things or whatever. That's right, sister. <laughs> Preach. <Nah. laughs> so you had a quote on Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do have a quote. Hold on. So this is from Mark Amend. <clears throat> it says, dating should be less about matching Oh shit! Dating should be less about matching outward circumstances than meeting your inner necessity. I like I that. So. Yeah, that's basically sums up everything we just said. <laughs> well, snobs! Oh my god, I haven't been here so long. I forgot the outro. Well, snobs, God isn't done with us, but we are definitely done with you. 
we Thank won't God. take long that much longer to you know speak to you guys again we'll be back next week <laughs> okay all right good night